everyone, good morning. Nathan Strager with Luxury Estates International here in Las Vegas and Coldwell Banker West in California. Um, my guest today, we just did a segment, but I thought it was really important to keep him around to do a second segment. <clears throat> extremely, extremely knowledgeable in the real estate game, has been in the business as a lender for over 30 years, I just found out. And I just found out he was a writer. Uh, so I'm really blown away with that. But uh, I have Tony Medina here with Town Square Mortgage. Good morning. Good morning. Thank, Thank you for, for the invite. Thank you for being here. Uh, we just did another segment and I was really blown away with a lot of the knowledge and I could see how passionate you are about helping people and that really means a lot. And I think, um, I think that's really ad ad admirable and I think it's really important that, that people get somebody that, that, that really cares. And you do everything. You do everything from Jumbo to ITIN to you know everything. And I think that's important to be diverse and not pigeonholed into one thing or another. Right. Um, so this segment, I just want to talk about the importance of having a long-term investment strategy in real estate. I think it's extremely important. I think that we work so hard and we get so caught up in the nine to five and picking up that check that we don't realize that anything can happen. We right. can have some crazy disease or break a leg or family member passes or whatever. So I think it's extremely important to um, have a long-term investment strategy moving forward because things keep continue to go up, right? So what is the importance of having a long-term investment? And, you know, just in general, um, you know, even if you're an entrepreneur or a blue-collar worker. So <clears throat> if we talk about real estate and owning a home, um, and I learned this, I bought my first house when I was 19, and to me, it was a no-brainer. So I buy a house. I'm just going to pick any numbers. I'm going to make up numbers. Buy a house for $300,000, right? I put 5% down, uh, which I save in today's market. The seller could help with closing costs. That's common. And now um, I'm going to collect $2,000 a month in rent. Let's say that my mortgage is $2,000 or it's $2,200. doesn't matter. In a period of 30 years, somebody else pay that house for me. Right. Right? So I have that investment. When that, once that, that property is paid off, it's all passive income. Right. So what I've done in the past, when the times that I've owned investment property, is I keep paying down the mortgage because I want that, that property to be paid off um, as soon as, as possible. And I bought, if I own multiple homes, there's been times that you sell a house, you know, get enough profit, then, then pay off all the other uh, loans. So now you have all these, most of that income it's it's free spendable passive income yeah and to to break it down into, into three different categories you know the the importance of having a long-term investment strategy is one if if you're if you're able to get to that point where you have 10 15 20 homes pulling in income for you you could yeah take a trip you don't have to work well if if you have if you own 10 homes and each home is giving you a net flow of $2,000 a month. It's $20,000 passive income. Right. Property's still there. Right. That money is going to continue to come in, right? That beats Social Security and most retirements. And the the balance is being paid down. Correct. So, you know, if those rates change or whatever, you could always refi to a better rate. And now you have more passive income f from that, you know? And, and the second level to that would be you know the guy or the family that has their their primary residence has some extra money and wants to buy a second home to rent out or even a third you know i think that helps them in 
you know, going on a family vacation or the kids' college fund right. or other things, you know? I'll put money away for retirement and retire earlier. Absolutely. And one thing that you brought up was the first time home buyer, you know, a long term investment for the first time home buyer, you don't get a tax write off for renting. You know, right. you don't get a tax write off when you have to, you know, fix something in that rental that your that your landlord won't fix. But you get those those write offs in owning your home, you know? Yeah. So elaborate on that as far as like a first time home buyer that, you know, I think a lot of people think, oh, the rates are so high and I don't want to buy and et cetera. But you're better getting into something and refining later. At least you have something where you can start, you know, creating some type of long term benefit where you're gaining equity. Yeah. And um, interesting. I know we've we talked about this yet, but there's a trend. Uh, in it within the first time home buyer market, uh, $400,000 range and under, they're converting garages into studios. Yeah, <clears throat> that's huge. Yeah. And I was just reading uh, a report last week where uh, a lot of Americans, not only happening here in Vegas but nationwide, are going back to roommating. Yeah, right. I just had a lady on Friday that, that I took a nap and she said, um. I have a friend or a family member that wants to rent a room from me. Now, probably I probably wouldn't do that, but you know, they, it makes sense what they're telling me. They go instead of me paying all this money for rent, I could do this and my cash flow will be better. I go, well, that makes sense. I I, I I do see that happen a lot. And now that I'm licensed in California, California, what's common is ADUs. So here, everybody's converting garages. There, they're able to build a secondary residence on the on the property, correct, and have a completely. Here in Vegas, it's not common because the city really doesn't allow you to do it. Um, so that kind of brings me to to my next question: Is what do you think is the better long term investment? Do you think it's better to do uh, long term rentals or Airbnb? I like Airbnb. Okay, <clears throat> um, just because the the margin is better. Yeah. Right. You you could make more money uh, if you work with the right people, and I know you're very knowledgeable about that. So, uh, customer that's watching the video reaches out to you, guarantee you're going to have a really really good knowledgeable agent. Right. I like Airbnb. If you're building a portfolio of products, I always believe in balancing. Right. So I would definitely have a couple of uh, properties that are long term, okay. a couple of properties that are Airbnb with license. Okay. You, know, you gotta license them, and um, and I like flips too. It's hard to find flips nowadays. Correct. But but you know we're talking in the change. future, sure. right? It, it, and I believe in the near future. In the next twelve to eighteen months, you're gonna have a lot of opportunities for flips. I'm buying one today for a flip. That's amazing. Congratulations. I also think things have changed. You know, back in the day, it was don't get in that car with a stranger. Now there's Uber. You're or you're in the car with a stranger every right. single time, like that, you know. Yeah. That's right. So you know, before it was you know, don't go sleep with somebody. You know, now Airbnb, it's it's so profitable. So, what do you think is a better investment, residential or commercial? Um, <clears throat> for for the savvier uh, investor and somebody that's already owned uh, residential, I would say commercial. Okay. To start up residential, there's so much you got to learn about it. Right, and you could read books, you could watch uh, the YouTube videos, and you could go to seminars and things like that. But the experience of going through that, dealing with uh, a tenant, dealing with insurance or 
or a lender or the city and things like that is is good that you build some experience i think it's i i agree with you i think you need to start somewhere i think if you're able to i think there's less competition in commercial uh, right. a lot less competition because i have 50 investors every week calling me you know do you have something do you have something everybody takes these seminars buy houses with no way down it's all just anyways i'll get into that another day but i think commercial there's there's more profit there's less competition it's quicker you know now with everything being bought online you don't have retail centers anymore correct these retail centers are empty right so so what sector of commercials do you like more right now i love love if it was me i would so obviously if i'm able to pick up uh anything industrial because everything now is shopping online everything now is you know order online ship it warehouses everything is warehouse everything is warehouse that's my absolute number one and you can't find industrial land industrial land right now in vegas is one two to 1.5 million an acre residential land is dropped 25 30 percent but industrial land continues to rise and you have these retail you know these smaller retail centers we have these mom and pop shops those are gone now mm -hmm. you know these office buildings that used to have a whole company in there everybody's working from home right so if but, you, but that's that's coming back though people are coming back to the offices not i i on a, my personal opinion not at the same level that we were at and you know the same percentage we we're in the past but they're coming back but we were talking about one of your businesses being vas correct you know you you don't hire receptionists anymore and they're in the office and they're you know there and whatnot like m my marketing person my receptionist my assistants everybody's vas correct you know you can work from home now what is a VA? Uh, virtual assistant for the people that don't know oh yeah sorry <laughs> a VA virtual assistant you're right um, and I think if you're able to go in there with an empty retail center or an empty office building and work with the city on re re rezoning or repurposing the building maybe to a smaller maybe like office warehouse or something like that it's going to benefit the community it's going to benefit the city because they don't have an empty building sitting there it's going to get spray painted or vandalized or whatnot so if you can even if it's a small retail center or small small office building i think it's better to say go to the city and say hey i'm going to take this empty building that has graffiti all over it repurpose it turn it into this i need your i need your approval because you have to go in front of the planning commission it is a it is a longer process than like buying a residential changing the floor carpet blah blah, blah but it's also bigger margins yeah you know it's interesting because you're very knowledgeable about that and i spoke into uh, several investors and you seem to be uh more up to date and knowledgeable with that type of market than most people well what, one of the things that when i got into real estate in the second year in the business i had a client give me an 11 million dollar apartment complex and instead of me giving it to somebody that specializes in that i said no i'm going to figure it out I'm not gonna make 20% of $11 million. I'm gonna figure it out. And I researched the launches, rent rolls, cap rates, da da da. And I, and I sold it and I made it happen, but I don't pigeonhole myself into one area of real estate or another. Um, you know, my broker, he's the man. He does luxury, that's his thing, and he smashes it, you know? But he wouldn't do like, uh, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't normally go outside of his, out of his comfort zone, not in his comfort zone, but you know, what he really specializes in. Uh, because that's just what he he dominates me if somebody calls me for anything other than a rental um i can do it and i have knowledge i've done land commercial etc you know so and for the people watching the, the nate owns 
commercial real estate. I do. I've developed real estate. I've went to the boss. Yeah, it's important, but you don't know it. You don't know until you do it. Correct. You don't know the hurdles, but after you do it, you have all this knowledge because you can't replicate that knowledge unless you actually go through it, you know? So I know we were talking about this in another segment, but to kind of touch on it again, because, you know, we are talking about long-term investments. Um, what are what are some of the investments that you have? So um, I believe in balance, okay. right? Balance in life, having a purpose. Um, one of the things that influences people is the finances. Right. And one of the, the most important things. So the first thing I, I and I know one of the questions is, uh, you know, what do I teach my kids? And I got three kids and three boys, three sons. And what I tell them first is you got to have a, an emergency fund. Something happens, you, you got to have three, six months right. put away for the emergency. Uh, you also got to have a long-term retirement investment, right? And we could talk about that, right? It might not be uh, the the number one vehicle, but you gotta have something, right. especially when you're building the habit of of creating wealth or creating investment. Uh, it's is an easy, easy thing to do. Go to your employer, and it's easy to set up a 401k to one of those, right? Um, then have I have some stocks, okay. and I have some crypto, um, which stocks are not performing. Right. Crypto is not performing. But to me, that's long term, right? Right. And but the biggest sector would be real estate, right? I I just sold a house, uh, the peak of the market. I timed it right, and I got some money from that investment to keep investing in real estate. You were smart because you sold at the height, you waited for it to drop, and you say you just closed on a house, right? right. Closing so, today. So but this one is an investment. Right, that's, but that's what I'm saying. You were able to cash out, make more money, just like the stock market. You cash out high, buy low, right? And, and it's interesting, because we're talking about real estate, right? And I, I don't want to come across as the, wow, man, this, this guy is such an expert or such a, but an amazing investor. I'm just normal like most people, right? But, it, but it's time and knowledge. You had right. to go through that. Yeah, so the, the, the property that I bought at the right time a couple of years ago gave me enough money to buy this investment cash, right? And that's something that doesn't happen all the time. It right. doesn't happen to all people, but it does happen often. Right. But it's like you said, you know, you, you had to start somewhere. You had to build your way up. Correct. So you have three boys. I got three boys. How old? Uh, don't want to say the ages. Okay. <laughs> no, no. 33, 25, and 16. Okay. And what are you, what are you teaching your boys as far as investing and are any of them in the real estate industry? So, um, I've always wanted them to understand that they have to invest in themselves. Right. Right. You got to know yourself. You got to have a balance in life, spiritual life, your, your mindset, you, how to control your emotions, your relationships, um, business. They're all business driven. My oldest son. Uh, he's a real estate agent, uh, number two or three in his company with awesome. hundreds of agents. Uh, very focused, has a family. I'm a grandfather. Wow. Got two two grandkids. Love them. Keep me. It's 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 a part of my uh, a stage of my life that I, that I'm, I'm I'm enjoying. So he's self-employed uh, as a real estate agent and as an investor in real right. estate too. Uh, he has that mindset of investing. My second son, um, my middle son, he's also uh, self-employed. Uh, he's studying 
his first Airbnb this year. That's great. Um, and my youngest son is 16. And boy, like I, I was with him this weekend. And, and man, I, I like, yeah, I was like that when I was 16. He's telling me all these videos that he's watching online about business, about marketing, about all these things. And, and I love talking to them because sometimes you forget the basics. Right. Right. I agree with you, and I think, I think the generation now has a, a leg up, because back then we just had dictionary and encyclopedias and whatever we were taught in school was what we were taught in school. We really weren't taught to go out there and take risks, and and you know they teach you in school good things, but they didn't tell you how to balance a checkbook Correct. or you know or buy a house or buy a house or and I think all that stuff is extremely important. And we had a conversation earlier about. You know, the whole point of of these uh, of this content is to explain to people. Look, it doesn't matter if you work a nine to five, or you're an entrepreneur. You have to invest in yourself long term. And we were talking about, you know, if you if you are a nine to five and you're investing in your retirement, and you work 30, 40 years, what you're putting in that minimal amount isn't gonna help you when you actually retire 30, 40 years from now, because inflation is gonna be so high. You're not going to be able to make that mortgage payment or pay for your meds or do whatnot. So it's so important to invest, even if it's starting with a small condo and kind of building up and, and going from there. And that's why I think it's important to have you here to explain to people, hey, I've been doing this for a while. I started in the 90s, um, but I slowly worked my way up. And then now I'm selling at the height and I'm buying at low, it's cash and it's passive. And, and my son hears me speak and he's doing his own research and he's learning a lot from you. Uh, I'm not going to say more than what's in school, but you know, this is life, Correct. life. You know, whenever you take your real estate test or your loan officer test, I just took mine in California a few months ago. I'm like, I'm not going to use this stuff. Correct. Teach me something I'm going to use on a daily basis so I can make more money so you know doing these videos to help people understand wow i didn't know that wow i didn't know that oh i can do that oh you're right that is going to help me in the future like you said you know you're paying two thousand dollars a month over 10 years you're paying over two hundred thousand dollars you could have paid that house off or at least close to it had all that equity and helped yourself and not the landlord right. and, and you, i tell you who's who's in a really good position is the first time home buyer right yeah. you buy a house for three four hundred thousand dollars yeah right uh, in today's market, you could buy that with zero out-of-pocket um, money. And then a year or two, a couple of years from now, you want to move up, right? So now you could rent that property, yeah. which you bought for with little money down. And then the next property, you could still buy with 3 5%. Yeah. So that's how easy it is to build your first rental. If not, as an investor, you got to put 15 to 20% down. And by the way, right now, and I know there was one of the questions, one of the trends right now, is investors, uh, people buying investment properties. More than I've seen in the last I don't, uh, few years. And we have a program, and there's a program out there that would allow you to buy a house using the rental income um, to qualify. I had no idea. Yeah. So I think that's, that's important. And, you know, it's just letting people know, hey, these are the options. Yeah, and that yeah. program, you could even use that. Uh, to buy a home that you're planning to do short-term rentals like Airbnb. Right. And I'm, I'm telling you, I just closed two last month. I got a contract accepted um, last night for another customer. 
and that's what they're doing. What are your What are your personal financial goals for 2023 and beyond? So I I want to I I feel personally uh, that we're gonna have opportunities in stocks. Crypto is gonna bounce back, but at some point, but I could buy at a at a good price today. So I'm investing in those two. I'm investing more than I've ever had in the past in real estate. Uh, so that's that. Those are part of my financial goals. I, I want to build that up, but I also have other businesses that I see there's a big need out there, and I'm investing capital, time, resources to build those because those businesses to me, and a lot of people own their own business, and and sometimes you do really good, other times you don't, and I feel the businesses that I'm investing are going to produce uh, really really good financial rewards in the next two to five years I think this segment that we're that we're having and the previous one we've always talked about investing into real estate crypto you know stocks blah blah but don't get caught up in buying the Rolex the car the BS that's not gonna make you money you want to have assets not liability something that's gonna make you money granted the watch market went crazy during COVID but now it's dropped significantly. So don't get caught up in the Instagram garbage Correct. of like, oh, I have this nice car Vanity, right? and I have this watch and I'm at this dinner, but then they go home to an apartment with three roommates. Um, it's really, really, you can get that stuff later. Correct. Don't be impatient. You know, I don't know if you watch Gary Vee and there's people that, that make fun of Gary Vee. They're like, I'm 80 years old. And he's like, you're so young, you know, <laughs> but you really do have to understand that it takes time and you cannot be impatient. And especially kids that are starting at 16 or 20 or 23 or whatever, man, you have your whole life in front of you to invest. So don't get caught up in the Instagram or TikTok fame. That's not going to benefit you. That Buying that watch or buying that car is not going to make you money long-term investment that's what we're talking about right and i think both of us on a decent car i mean it's nice right it's new right i love my car <laughs> yeah and, and but it, but we call we both could afford a much better car i could or a more expensive more luxury car but i don't want to right i don't want that payment Correct. you know the the only thing i'm going to upgrade to is a uh, electric BMW when it comes out, but that's, I'm trying to save money long-term. Yeah, that you know, money that you would pay for that additional funds is going for, to get. for that luxury car, you invest. Would go to gas, right? But instead of having an engine that's gonna burn out, it's a go-kart. <laughs> you know, it's a go-kart for 150,000 miles, 200,000 miles. I saw Teslas are going like 300,000 miles and you just keep going, just place the battery and roll. So, you know, I appreciate all of your knowledge and you know we talk about investing and that's what the point of these segments is to say hey doesn't matter where you are in your life how old you are whether you had to file bankruptcy whether you went through divorce whether you had whatever whether you fell on hard times work don't take that money and invest into you know like I said uh, something that's not going to bring you money long term because you don't want to get into your 50s and then look at it and say oh shit uh, maybe I should start investing right now. Correct. Let me start. It's never too late to start. Correct. But if you would have started earlier, and you could still have balance, right? You can still take those trips, blah, blah. But 
do what's going to benefit you long term. Also live your life and have fun and party, blah, 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 when you're young. But don't just throw it away and always be broke. Correct. So yeah, you have to, you have a part of your life, have, have, you got to have those investments. Yeah. And, you know, maybe this is uh, something that uh, you've never done and you're kind of, okay, that makes sense. Let me start doing it now. Right. Maybe you're 50, 60, 70 or whatever. Um, and you, you, you're going to start doing it now, right. but you, you might have children, grandchildren, right. and you could educate them on right. that. I had this conversation with my 16 year old kid yesterday and he was like, wow, wow. Cause I said, I, I want you to start doing this now when you're 16. Right. Cause I regret if I would have known if somebody would have told you, I would have done it. But our parents didn't know. Not mine. They were just told work, 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 die. You know, I was I was just saying something and, and we'll we'll kind of wrap this up that the average life expectancy is 78 years old, but you work until you're almost 67. Correct. So you have 11 years of life and you're older. Why? You can still have balance and have long-term investments. So tell people how they can find you. Um, you could go to my website, www.teammedina.com. Call me, 702 5917725. Appreciate all your knowledge. Great conversation and um, you know, very very uh, interesting. I'm glad that you're teaching your kids to, you know, invest early. And I appreciate the invite and and just as a final note, uh, I work with over, I don't know, a couple of dozen 30 40 different agents that refer me business. And I have to I have to say that I enjoy working with you. We've been working together for a long time. And, and I love the way you do business. You could sell a multi-million dollar home. You could sell a $200,000 home. You, you treat people the same with respect and with the same amount of knowledge. And I've seen you negotiating right. and, and you're a killer. I you know how to negotiate. I appreciate that. I, I, I really, you know, people see the brand Luxury Estates International, my broker Cameron, that's his, that's his vision. But for me, Luxury States International is all about is all about white glove service. And whether you're you're buying a two hundred thousand dollar house or you're buying a two million dollar house, you're spending thousands of dollars for this agent, and it's important to give them that service. Yeah. So. And I could testify for that. Well, I appreciate you being here, right. and uh, we'll see you on the next one. All right. Great. Thanks.